Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, it's talking to you about you and your business. One of my favorite people to talk to you about all things business is Ruth King. She's uh, a lady of many hats. Uh, she's a true thought leader on uh, how business should uh, pursue profit, look at pro- profit, and uh, really making that a priority. And people, I think, have so many distorted views of money and what to focus on. And a lot of entrepreneurs, what your focus is big on um, small businesses and entrepreneurs, where they allow their love for their business to um, – or what they do, not even business, right? <laughs> the love of what they do to take precedence over the business aspect, which means eventually they'll be poor and they'll realize they've been running a nonprofit or maybe an anti-profit for many years. Ruth King helps people avoid that. She's a an recognized author. Uh, she has one of the most important and interesting educational video platforms on business. And uh, like me, she likes to do a lot of different things. It's hard to keep up with, which is why there's a great website, RuthKing.info, which is really all all about Ruth King. How are you, Ruth? I'm doing great. How are you this morning? Thank you for having me. Yeah, always, always glad to have you on. And I'm doing great because you and I are chatting. I always have fun when you and I visit. <laughs> what a great topic today. I love the title of this article. And I, I think people fail to do to do that. In fact, that was kind of my gist in getting started, is that people romanticize their business to, to a fault. And uh, I think your title for our topic today helps us get a little more grounded. Why don't you set the stage for it? I'm going to set the stage with a story, if that's okay. Um, we've all sure. learned to drive. We've all learned to drive, right? And when we first started driving, it was like, oh, my gosh, i got to figure out what this is, this is. We had to pay strict attention and da-da-da-da-da-da. And then after a while, it became reflexive, and we just kind of let it go. And now we don't pay attention, and some of us are texting. And then when you text, you don't pay attention, and you get into a crash. The same thing with your business. You know, it may be on autopilot right now, but if it's on autopilot and you don't pay attention, it's going to crash. Same deal. So, you know, your business is a tool, and you know, just like your car is a tool, but your business is a tool, and you use it to get where you want to go to achieve the things you want to achieve to build profitability, to build wealth, you know, spend more time with your kids and everything else like that, and you have to maintain the tool. Just like you have to maintain your car, you have to maintain your business tool. And the way to maintain your business tool is with the financial side of business. And I know everybody's probably rolling their eyes in the back of their head, but that's the only way you can tell whether the tool is operating properly. You know, we don't have the same dash. We have the same dashboards that are in cars now, but most of us don't pay attention to our business dashboards. And that's the really sad part yeah, about absolutely. all of it. Yeah, so, you know, I want to check that. I want to check that oil light on your business dashboard. (laughs) 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 The engine's going to overheat, and not in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. I I love that. I love the way of looking at it. And, again, you know, it's one of the things I hear a lot hosting now for over 20 years. I ought to mention that sometimes. It's pretty amazing when people think about it. It's one of the longest continuously running business shows in the country. Um, You know, it it, it makes me – Romanticism, and it's good. You got to have some romanticism to start a business, but you got to abandon a lot of that in order to stay in business. You really got to yeah. replace a lot of that romanticism with reality, and that's exactly what you're talking about 
with this dual, dual concept. So how for us. All right, so the, the check oil light that's in our car, do you know what the check oil light is in our business? It's our current What's ratio. That? It's our current ratio. Oh. Our current ratio, which is current assets, things that are cash or turned into cash, divided by things by current liabilities, which are things that have to be paid, both within a year. If that ratio is going down, your check engine light is going on. Fix it. <laughs> yes. You're going to run out of cash. Yes. So that that's and a that really is a lot of, a lot of things. So uh, a more important question is how do you take care of maintaining your business tool? That really does come down to you know one of your favorite drums to beat, which is the financial statement. Yep. Yeah, and and the thing Talk is that you that. have to have you have to have timely, accurate financial statements. If you get December's financial statements next May, they don't do you any good. Anything that was going to happen has already happened. And it's really not hard to have this done. None of us started our businesses to, unless you're a CPA or a bookkeeper, to actually do financials. But they're the things that are going to maintain our business. That's the tool that's going to keep us in business. And the number one question to end 2023 is, are your financial statements accurate, number one? Number two question is, are they getting to you on a timely basis? And the answer to either one of those is no. That should be your first goal for 2023 so that you can use your tool well and maintain it. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, those two questions. Kind of elaborate. What, what are the reasons why, uh, you know, and actually three things you pointed out. Um, talk about how it happens when people aren't getting accurate information. What is it, when you have a new client, you know, and, and from, again, interviewing you many times over the years, um, it's like a reoccurring theme, isn't it? It's like that's like yeah. the one thing in common most of your clients have is these issues right here, which is how they became your clients. Well, they have to want to care first to become my clients. I mean, some people, quite frankly, just don't care. They're just going to – they care about how much cash they have in the bank, whether they're profitable or not is immaterial to them. And those don't – they're just going to one day have have that crash because they were texting. And there's not anything that any of us can do about it until that happens. But the ones who really care, um, most of the time they've hired a bookkeeper who doesn't know what they're doing. Um, and as a result, it might be their, their wife or their mother or their brother or you know somebody like that who really doesn't want to know how to do the books but is doing them just to help out, which can be more dangerous than uh, actually finding a bookkeeper who actually knows what he or she is doing or a CPA who knows what he or she is doing. And the thing that's important also is if your CPA just gives you a P&L and balance sheet every month and doesn't do any of the analysis of it, they're not doing you any good because that's only a month's worth of data. You have to look at the trends. And, you know, that's what financially fit business is all about, is looking at the trends of the, of the reports. And you don't have to be an expert. You, you know, you've read my books. I mean, they're in English. <laughs> read a book. Yeah, <laughs> They're among the most readable business books I've ever read. They are exactly how business books should be, in my opinion. Um, I, I never consider business books, uh, even being passionate about economics. I, I actually read economics, economic books for entertainment because I'm a geek. But um, you know, most of them are so unapproachable. Business books are unapproachable. Is, uh, your work is so approachable and your your reader is doing something more than reading business books. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they implement, yeah. If you're if you implement what's in the books, you'll be fine. You really and truly yeah. will be. Um, um, I had I had a guy um, this morning tell me that the 101 Dumb Mistakes book he needs to give to some of his colleagues, but he's afraid to give it to some of his colleagues because it's so good, and he's afraid he's not going to get it back. I told him to go have them buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes to way of saying, hey, you know, I I was curious what you think about this as gift to other people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. That would be a very uh, benign way of giving that uh, to, to someone. Uh, yep. I, I thought it was incredibly valuable. I found all your books. Uh, yeah. I think very important and need, needful and uh, somehow hard to get to because I, people, I think people look at good business information as daunting. Talk a little bit about you know, going back to the concept of tools and the, and the, the, the tool of your business, um, you know, goal-oriented and set, setting goals and the parameters around that. Uh, because uh, a, a business with no goals really are just meandering. It, it's, um, you know, wishes, wishes don't really go very far. It's kind of like goal setting at the beginning of the year, right? Yeah. The, the thing is that your business should give you what you want. You know, if you want more time with your kids, then put that in your business plan. How much profit do you need to take your kids away on vacation? Where do your kids want to go? Do they want a new bike? Do they want to go hiking? Do they, you know, what do they want to do? and put that in numbers and figure out how much profit you need to generate to make that happen, and then tell the kids about it because they're going to make sure you get it because they're, you know, every night at the dinner table, Dad, you do it, or Mom, you do it. I mean, they're going to remind you every single day because they want that particular reward, and that's what your business can do for you. It's the tool that gets you what you want to do. If you want to travel the world, if you want to spend more time with your kids, if you want to teach, if you want to whatever, that's the tool that your business is going to give you. And, you know, once you figure that out and you figure out how much profit has to be there to be able to do that, and then you work backwards on a budget. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. I'm going to have to start wrapping it up. Talk a little bit about building your budget 2024 based on uh, your tool. Yeah, so what do you, you know, it kind of just piggybacks on what we just talked about. You know, what do you want to do? What do you want your business to do? Obviously, you're going to need some profits in there to retain in the business so that you can pay for growth, so that you can pay for, you know, increased wages, supplier increases and stuff like that. Then figure out what your overhead is going to be. Then figure out what your direct expenses are going to be, and that's what will give you your, your revenue budget for 2024. Work backwards. How much do you want on the bottom line? Well, Knowing what your overhead is, that gives you your gross profit, add your direct cost, and that gives you your revenue that you need for 2024. Makes perfect sense. Ruth King, RuthKing.info, personal favorite, show favorite. Uh, her book's incredible. Uh, the uh, reach that they've had, not only, both in, not only in the United States, but even globally, uh, on some of the most uh, prestigious lists for business books worldwide. And you, if you pick up just one of those books, you'll, you'll see quickly why. Uh, and by the way, if you go to Ruthie.info, you can see all of her work. I love it. And uh, very rare. I, I love, I'm obviously interested in business. Again, this radio show started in 2001. Um, and uh, so I'm obviously interested in business. I like business books. Uh, but few more than what Ruth makes because, frankly, it's, it's so practical, hands-on. And I think a lot about my listeners when I read business books. Is this a book I would want to give my listeners? A lot of them, Ruth, are pretty daunting. 
it's almost like they're trying to prove how smart they are, uh, which means they're not very smart. And I, uh, I like yours because you really want it to be accessible. And if you can't read Bruce's book, then you may need to go back and uh, your high school or even middle school uh, because it's really accessible. I, I love what you do. Ruth King, uh, Merry Christmas, by the way. Happy holidays. and good to talk to you as always. Yeah, thank you. And Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you. And we'll talk next year. Thank you. Yeah, I, I know. It's hard to believe. The, another year, they go quicker every year, as they say, too. I'm Kevin Price. That's Ruth King. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business.